First choice. Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number one. What did you say? 64. 54. What is it? 54. 54. Fivefold. Fivefold. 50. Fivefold. What are the odds that uh, one of our teams gets a victory tonight? Uh, 50 50. They win or they don't. Um, well, the, you know. Facing elimination, can they be motivated? You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say something that's going to surprise you. Mm hmm. The Timberwolves have the better chance. Well, the Yankees are so you. far, and the Twins' head, it's not even funny. Yep. They cannot play in that ballpark. Twins. It's right. embarrassing. All right, check this out. You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me? Break it down. That prior to the Philadelphia 76ers game last night, in which they eliminated the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. They got the crowd fired up by bringing out uh, somebody named Meek Mill. Yeah. A rapper named so Meek, Meek Meek Mill. Double mm-hmm. M. Who what is, what's his what's his um twist on music? How is uh, what is uh, He made a dramatic return. Yep. Hours after Pennsylvania's highest court ordered him freed while he appeals decade-old gun and drug convictions. He was taken from prison by helicopter to Philadelphia, where he rang the ceremonial bell at the start of Game 5. Well, what a role model. You you mean to tell me... beating the system. That we helicoptered in... Who paid for that, I wonder? A prisoner. (laughs) Essentially a prisoner. To ring the bell to start game five. What is he? Was he falsely accused or something? Or is he 24601? I don't know the extent of the details. I'm Meek fr- Mill. I'm familiar with the story, but I, from, from what I gather, that th- th- he's, not a, he's not a threat to the public. The Sixers won the series 4 to 1 and turned the Wells Fargo Center into the wildest house party in the city. It was lit. What uh-huh. up? Joel Embid. Embid. Yeah. Embiid uh, had 19 points and 12 rebounds. Ben Simmons had 14 points and 10 boards. And the entire team had rappers, politicians, actors, and kids dancing along for the ride. How'd we do in the paint? <laughs> I had never previously heard of Meek Mill. I don't think I I, I would ever be. I I knew who Meek Mill was. You did? I've got kids that, they don't listen to rap, but they listen to hip music, and I've never heard the name. He's appealing. It's a decade old. Has this guy been in the slammer for 10 years? No, he hasn't been Unjustly, I was innocent. I didn't do it. In fact, I think he, I'm going to look it up so I don't misspeak. A decade old gun and drug convictions. He wasn't in. Apparently he's contesting. Or has been contesting all along. Huh. Who paid for the helicopter That's ride? No, that's not cheap. 
You, From prison to the ballpark. My guess is, in all honesty, my guess is that the Sixers paid for well, it. Well, I would hope so. Because he was a notable 76ers fan. Mel oh, Meek was? Or Meek, yeah. Meeky, Meeky Mill? Or Meek. Leek, the Meek. He was, yeah, I was going to say. old Mill? He was sentenced back in November of 2017. All right. So he wasn't in prison for that long. Mm-hmm. Well, as they say, Philly shall inherit the Meek. That's right. <laughs> but that that's... Uh, and the mill. Right. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's something, isn't it? Now, was Meek his first name? Yeah, Meek Mill. Okay. M-E-E-K. Mr. Mill, your helicopter is ready. Right. Will you, will you just uncuff me first? It's not, not, not quite like the Blues Brothers where <clears throat> Belushi gets out of prison and isn't it Ackroyd waiting for him in the old Plymouth? All or? right. So here, here's what happened. This is how it went down. Let's break this down. Meek yeah. Mill was arrested for popping wheelies on his dirt bike and for getting into a fight, and now the rapper could spend two to four years in state prison because those arrests violated his probation I see. from a 2008 oh. gun and drug case. I was see. there a campaign, I wondered? Yeah, to- there was a lot of... I do remember when he was sentenced, there was a lot of outrage. He was born in Philly in May of 87. He's 30 years old. Robert Rameek Williams. Right, but check this out. Yeah, you mean to tell me right that he is so uh, crucial? Seventy Sixers won about a game two years ago, didn't they? Well, they're they are a pretty good team this year. Right, though. but didn't two years ago they win ten games? Yeah, they were not very. Okay, good. so so I'm being serious now. This fellow was such a known fan and such a stalwart supporter of the club that his his uh, presence there apparently can make a big difference to the team. It was crucial. Crucial to getting the fans worked up. In the like home. in the huddle, they say, hey, you see what Tamik is wearing Well, he's tonight? a Let's... local kid who, you know, rose to fame. and Well, so are Hall and Oates. Again, you know. Yeah, I don't think they're, uh, they're not hitting the bell. So you know are, I mean. uh, there's a lot of Philly groups. Rocky Balboa. Right. Bring Hyde in Bring for a second. Fly. Bring Hyde in for right. a second. Right. He's not doing anything. Johnny. Philly sound, break it down. He's yeah. not doing anything. Am I not black doing anything. Oh, yeah. Start naming me Philly groups. Hall and Oates. Philly he wants groups Philly groups. I want Philly for. soul groups. Oh, tons of them. Spinners, yeah. uh, the yep. OJs. OJs. Uh, Billy Paul, I heard Rook Billy singing. Paul. Am I black yeah. enough Am I for black you? black enough for you? I think Billy's dead, though. Yeah. Billy's dead. So oh, he's not going to He can't. He probably can't. Who did it. Street Lights? Uh, Journey. Well, that's Crusaders. But Crusaders? They're, they're, they're not Philly. They're not. No, it's not right. All right. Hall and Oates, Spinners, OJs. Uh, uh, the dramatics. The dramatics, uh, fellas. You you been to an NBA game uh, recently? Well, what's wrong there's, with there's other black acts you can get that wouldn't have had well, to been no, helicoptered but, right there well, from this, prison? But the here Meek, we go. Here Meek, we go. I'm sorry. No, no, I was just gonna say the Meek Mills thing has become kind of a cause celebre, apparently, uh, because uh, uh, he did get. <laughs> He was sentenced to 10 years probation, which is pretty much unheard of. Yeah. And that's how it all started. Okay. That, and then he, that's why he got stuck in jail, uh, because he uh, was popping wheelies, and they said that uh, was against his 10 years of probation, nine there. years after the fact. I see. So that's why it became... Even There's a picture of him and Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft is on board with the old... Oh, Kraft, that's who right. owns the Patriots? Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, the Roots, Joan Jett, Patti LaBelle. The Roots are from Philly. Will yeah. Smith, Holland Oates, Cinderella, Jim Crow. Oh, he's dead. Uh, boys to men, 
My point was, you could have found an act that didn't have to be helicoptered from prison. But as Chubby John Checker, mentioned, though, because this had got, it's a cause celeb. This had become such a firestorm. It's a big deal. And, yeah, and it's it's a big the day he got released, I'm sure. Plus, uh, the Philly, uh, what's his name, Embiid, as a, is a big fan of, uh, oh, of Meek Mills and was part of the uh, the thing trying to get him released. I see. So that I would guess that also weighed in on the a controversial situation. issue that attracts a great deal of public attention. A cause celebra. Yeah, that's right, Marty Stewart. Let me, if I may, Marty Stewart. I, I, wait now, wait. Marty Stewart is from Philadelphia, Mississippi. Oh God, help me! <laughs> I think uh, Rook you know, also all needs along, money. The 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 scan contributions you know have been that? going to the wrong guy. Oh, because I'm a John's big Marty, the biggest Marty Stewart I mean, right. fan alive. Marty Stewart fan. Yeah. A white sport coat. Well, no, there's your NBA, Marty folks. Robin. That's your modern NBA, I guess. Huh? Can, can I ask something? You may. <clears throat> DJ Jazzy Jeff. May we please have a music segment every day on this show? Well, I would love <laughs> what do you to. want to know? Love, we already do now, practically. Right, I got you. Uh, I got your back. I got you. Yeah, covered. Teddy Pendergrass. Philadelphia, well, now that Missouri. is Philly, isn't it, John? Pendergrass? Teddy Pendergrass is. He was the lead singer of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. That's who, who I'm who thinking are, okay, of. Who you know are what? Philly also. One that I would have taken you up on, The Roots. Well, John, who did Street Lights? Bah, bah, bah. The Crusaders. We just talked well, about that. Harold they're, Melvin and the Blue Notes did something similar. Did um, they? Uh, I don't, their big hit was If You Don't Know Me if, by if now. You you don't know me by now. Yeah. You will never know. They had some other hits, but that was the that was the big one. Yeah. Uh, but we went you. with Meek Mill. Maybe so, we should uh, bump back with some Meek. <laughs> no, let's bump back with uh, Harold Melvin. Notes. Hey, look at me. Yep. Look at me. What do you got, Rook? Look at me. Bump back with Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes. Okay. They could have gone with this. This would have been. This will hype up the crowd. Oh, they would, though. Are you kidding me? It's a great song. Don't get me wrong. Well, I'm getting you wrong. I'm getting me wrong. All the things. Man, he sounds hard. Do you see that in, that, in, a, in a quieter room? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Philly. The, they're from Philly? Yes. Like the Rocky Balboa comes through the ceiling. Hey. Now, baby, hey, I know the right hey, just as, uh, thank you. Yes, sir. Uh, Finland, the country of Finland, has announced the end of its universal basic income program. It, it, uh, it didn't work. Uh, socialism never does. So you would be covered to a point? The Finnish government reportedly announced Tuesday that it will end the country's universal basic income program by year's end and appears to be taking on new measures to cut benefits to those who do not actively seek employment. Finland was considered the first European country to pay a monthly check of $685 to its unemployed between ages of 25 and 58. It was considered a pilot program serving 2,000 randomly selected jobless people that its founders hoped to expand. It's a pity that it will end like this. Ali Kangas, who oversees the Finnish government agency that focuses on social welfare and helped design the program, told the New York Times. The government has chosen a different path. Basic income is unconditional. Now they are pursuing conditionality. Uh, Okay, proponents said the program wasn't comprehensive enough to gauge its merits. 
Critics said it would have required a 30% tax increase on an already overtaxed population to be viable. But some cities, including San Francisco, continue to look into the basic income theory. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said the basic income should be explored to make sure that everyone has a cushion to try new ideas. Then you pay for it, you fruitcake Zuckerberg. We're not all multi-billionaires. You pay for it. That was essentially Finland's theory when announcing the pilot program. The initial move was met with skepticism from citizens who questioned whether an unemployed young person would be motivated to find a job if they were already receiving a steady income from the government. Hmm, I wonder what percentage would be motivated. There is a fear that with basic income, they would just stay at home and play computer games. Heike Hilamo, a professor at the University of Helsinki, told the New York Times. Well, on the heels of this, on the heels of this, Finland saying, forget this BS. Right. Uh... As Democrats look ahead to the midterms in the 2020 presidential race, lawmakers and candidates are pushing an agenda even further to the left with bigger promises of sweeping government welfare ranging from guaranteed jobs to universal income. This, this, these are not your parents' Democrats. These are Mysterians. Senator Bernie Sanders, the standard bearer for the party's left, once again, is helping to lead the charge. He reportedly is set to announce a plan that will guarantee a $15 an hour job and health care benefits to every American who wants or needs one. The plan, first reported by the Washington Post, would fund hundreds of government projects such as infrastructure, caregiving, environment, education, and other goals. Sanders' office said they have not yet done a cost estimate. Or devise how they would pay <laughs> okay. for the massive government commitment. We just commitment. decided to announce it. A spokesman for Sanders did not re- respond to a request. But while Sanders once represented a fringe of the Democratic, Democratic Party's left, his views are becoming more mainstream in the party, with at least two other presidential prospects adopting a similar policy proposals that would make Roosevelt's New Deal look like old hat. Honest to God, it doesn't work. It goes against the nature of the human condition. You can't take from a producer and give to a non-producer and hope to achieve anything. All you do is reduce the lives of the producers. It doesn't work. It's never worked. These are not your parents' Democrats with the picture of JFK hanging in the basement rec room. Darn it. We had a... These uh, are Mysterians. Yeah. We had an email earlier this week that I was just going to try to find when somebody was uh, dining downtown... And they had a living wage charge on their receipt of $17. What's that mean? That was the tip? Uh, That was so the restaurant could pay the staff $15 an hour. I'll try to find it for you. I don't know how you missed it, but I'll I'll print it out. Well, one of the reasons I missed it is both of you tend to send me a flurry of emails just as about we're, uh, we're about to go on the air. Reavers is particularly guilty of that. Sorry they don't do me any this. good at 5 to 1. I need right. him at 5 to 12. Did you get mine today? No. Okay. Uh, Andrew Yang, 
An entrepreneur and a Democratic presidential hopeful told Fox Business Network Monday that he is proposing $1,000 a month for all citizens between the ages of 18 and 64 as part of a universal basic income program, even as Finland announced it is scrapping a similar proposal after a two-year test period. Hey, Yang, who's paying for it? The size of our economy is now $19 trillion a year. It's grown by $4 trillion in the last 10 years alone. We can easily afford $1,000 a month per citizen, Yang said. No, that, that's our debt, Yang. Boy, if the pushback doesn't begin and begin hard in this country, it's over. A number of uh, Democrats have floated the idea of impeaching Trump should they take the House in November. Uh the Washington Free Beacon also reported that a wealthy Democratic donor club used an event attended by Democratic National Committee Chairman Tom Perez and former Virginia Governor Terry McAuliffe to call for reparations, presumably to black people for slavery, along with other big spending projects. These aren't uh, the Democrats of your of your parents' generation. Why are they so much? These more aren't aggressive? even the Democrats of your youth, and you're only what fifty? I'll be fifty this year. These are dyed in the wool Mysterians who would take the wealth that this country generates by virtue of the people who produce the wealth. They would literally take it and give it to others, which would only sustain them in power. It does nothing to improve the lives, freedom, and vitality of the human condition. They will, you will take enough money until everyone shares misery equally. It doesn't work. What were those Democrats? If of- they ain't going to work in Finland, which is about the size of Montana... Yeah. With a handful of people in it, it's not going to work here. No, because it, it never has worked. It never has worked ever, ever. But especially now, because the youth—I don't care what country you're in—they're uh, very savvy, and they're going to say, "I don't. If I don't have to work, I don't want to. I'd rather play video games." I don't know whether it's in Finland or U.S. of A. What do they call it? A what? I'm sorry, I was reading the email you gave me. What did higher you say? Living? Well, I'm just saying, uh, kids are savvy. They're they're going to choose not to work, and they'd rather play video games, no matter whether it's in Finland or U.S. of A. Is John Height ready? Almost. I bid. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Commencing garage logic segment number three. Used to spend my nights out in the ballroom. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. It's sunny and 54 degrees. This update brought to you by Metafast. Uh, a little announcement because uh, offsite correspondent Downing wrote me a little note, mm-hmm. which uh, now I knew this. Uh, the spinners originally were from Detroit. In fact, they were on Motown Records. Originally. Sure you did. Oh, I did. Yep. Uh, they did not uh, have any hits in Detroit, so they moved, packed up, and went to Philadelphia. 
And uh, they worked with Gamble and Huff. Gamble and Huff are the two mm-hmm. producers who made all those records, mm-hmm. like uh, we were talking about, all those bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they produced the Spinners, so their their sound, that's why I refer to them as a Philly band, because their sound is definitely the Philly sound. So mm-hmm. uh, just to clarify. I there understand. We you know, we also, uh, Dave Harrigan alerted me that, you know, we always learn stuff on this show. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dave came up to me and said, I learned today that there is a Philadelphia, Mississippi. Yeah, so did Rook. See how I, I'm, I'm bringing the masses more information. There's a Duluth, Georgia. So, oh. big deal. Yeah, but it's not the Zenith City. No. And you can't smell the ocean from right. there. Saltwater. Saltwater. Salt salt water. Right. The Twins have lost five in a row after being beaten by the Yankees. They eight stinks. to three last night. They'll try again tonight at Yankee Stadium. Lance Lynn will pitch for the Twins and Sonny Gray Pitches for the Yankees. Uh, Timberwolves, they need a win if they want to stay alive in the NBA playoffs. They're down in Houston tonight. Game five of their series against the Rockets. The Rockets leading the series three games to one. I think it would be delightful for Glenn Taylor to have another home game. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that he's going to miss his next meal or anything. but I'm with you. you know. Yeah. And plus, that would bring a little positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then that would also show Timberwolves fans that there's no quit. Mm-hmm. After that last game, we're hard. I don't know how you overcome 50 points against you in the third quarter, but That's yeah, rough. you know what? You got to look at it. You don't let them do it again. All right. You say, This is our house. You mm-hmm. rub their nose in it. Don't right. do it again. Mm-hmm. Even though it's in Houston. <laughs> do it right. again. We're bringing in Meek Miller. Yep. Here we go. Or Meek, Meek, Meek Mills. Mills. Who is ours? Who is our Meek? There's no ask, John. It's Meek Mill. Meek Mill. Yeah. Meek Mill. Who would we get to ring the bell here? Prince, Prince is gone. Oh, yeah. We can't do Prince. Dessa. Uh, uh, is um, Jayhawks. We're way too white here. That's our problem. Denny Hacker is he out? <laughs> We're just too white. Was Denny Hacker, when he gets out, when he gets out, mm-hmm. you get a chopper. We'll get the Channel <laughs> no. 5 chopper. We will bring back he's our the, glitterati. the Denny Hecker he's glitterati, the and he can He ring can show the bell. up with his life-size statue cut out of Elvis. Yes. Sit there with him at <laughs> and this is a Pernice storybook. Oh, when he gets God. out, we're choppering him down to target field or uh, center. Wait, what about the body? He Wasn't he a big Wolves guy? Yeah, but he's off the grid. That's yeah, he, you yeah. Know, he can't get a hold of him. He's off the grid. We don't know where he is. He's, there's no landline you can call him mm-hmm. on. Oh, yeah. I watched uh, the Andre the Giant thing on HBO. The body's all over that. Did you like that? Yeah, it was all right. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, that's on my bad. list. Did the Andre really drink 106 beers a night? Uh, that's what they're saying. There, that's that was, hard to do. The one guy said he had 20 bottles of wine one day. No. Well, that's, that's not possible. Right. I, I don't know. Of course, know. he's dead, so I, I guess yeah, I'm right. True, that's yeah. not possible. Well, you could do it once. Well, I guess he did it routinely. Routinely, yes. Uh, News notes from today. The man authorities accused of killing his grandparents in Painesville last month has now been indicted on four counts of first-degree murder and two counts of second-degree murder. 33-year-old Gregory Allen Scheel had previously been charged with two counts of second-degree murder by complaint in connection to the murders of 93-year-old Wilbert Scheel and 80-year-old Gloria Scheel. But now, a release from the Stearns County Attorney's Office said that first-degree murder conviction would mean a life sentence. A grand jury indictment is required for any crime carrying a life sentence in Minnesota. Gregory Scheel arrested after authorities found the bodies of his grandparents in a car on a rural Candy, Ohio County road. That Democratic lawmaker who held a 24-hour sit-in on the Minnesota House floor ended it today at noon. The sit-in was to protest a lack of action, she said, on gun legislation this year. Representative 
Aaron May Quaid began the protest yesterday. Several Democratic colleagues and one suburban Republican joined at the start to share stories of Minnesota residents who were fatally shot. May Quaid and others are calling for expanded background checks and legal way for family members to temporarily restrict a loved one's access to guns. Those measures face some resistance from Republican majorities in the legislature and rural Democrats. Gun laws are under scrutiny nationwide, of course, after February's deadly school shooting at a Florida high school. Uh, Quaid is a first-term lawmaker from Apple Valley. President Trump appears likely to win his travel ban case at the Supreme Court. Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Anthony Kennedy both signaling support for the travel policy in arguments this morning at the Supreme Court. The ban's challengers need one of those two justices if the court is to strike down the ban on travelers from several mostly Muslim countries. Justice Sonia Sotomayor was the most aggressive questioner of Solicitor General Noel Francisco in his defense of the policy. The three other liberal justices also raised questions about it. You know what Trump has? Mm. Weird social skills. Would you brush the dandruff off of visiting <laughs> dignitaries' lapel? That was very strange. I would not. That uh, I might tell him, hey, you got a little something on your shoulder. Might hey, be. hey, the barn door's open. I would not <laughs> brush it off, nor would I zip up the barn door. No, either else. would I. <laughs> Good to know. He, he, it's, he doesn't have an elegant-ness uh, about him. You would think in he's the circles eloquent. he would think in the circles he's traveled, he would have picked up a few uh, habits of civility. Right. You know, I mean, he ain't eating at Arby's every night, is he? He's, he's, he's <laughs> been to these McDonald's. banquets before. Right. Rice pilaf. Yeah. A decades-long search for the Golden State Killer, who police say committed 12 murders, 45 rapes, and 120 home burglaries during a reign of terror back in the 70s and 80s, may be finally over. A 72-year-old man named Joseph James D'Angelo, who appears to fit the description of the elusive California killer, was arrested overnight on two murder charges by police in Sacramento. He's being held in jail without bail in the Sacramento County Main Jail. Sacramento District Attorney and Sheriff have a press conference scheduled for about 2 o'clock our time. Also called the East Area Rapist, the mystery man was blamed for a battery of crimes in the county starting in the late 70s, ending in 1981. The search for the suspect took on a renewed urgency earlier this year after a book about the case written by the late Michelle McNamara called I'll Be Gone in the Dark was published in February with the help of her husband, comic actor Patton Oswald. Contra Costa County cold case investigator Paul Holes, who had worked on the case for decades, said the serial killer would follow the news accounts of his crimes and keep a step ahead of the pursuing police by changing the way he targeted victims. Holes said he covered his trail very well. What he didn't account for was DNA technology. His possible undoing is that he left behind plenty of DNA, according to Holes, that police may be able to use to identify him. Co-owner of a Colorado crane company that once employed the Waffle House shooting suspect said they urged the Secret Service to try to help him after he was arrested at the White House last year. Police say 29-year-old Travis Reinking killed four people, wounded four others. But Reinking had exhibited erratic behavior for years before the shooting. Darlene Sustrick, who owns a Colorado crane company where Reinking once worked, said they got a call from the Secret Service after he refused to leave a restricted area at the White House last July. Sustrick said, we told them, hang on to him if you can, help him if you can. Federal officials did not immediately respond to a request for comment on the matter. Fleetwood Mac officially announced their new tour today that kicks off without Lindsey Buckingham, and uh, it does stop here. 
They will be here on October 22nd at the Excel Energy Center. Uh, in the first photo session for the new Fleetwood Mac, included was Mike Campbell, former lead guitarist for, uh, lead guitarist for Tom Petty, and Neil Finn, the frontman for Crowded House. Uh, neither Campbell or Finn are thinking of this as a temporary gig. Campbell said, I'll make this my priority until whenever. We'll just see what happens. Uh, we also found out now why Lindsay was kicked out of the band. What Uh-oh. happened, John? Too many well, pranks, like a <laughs> rubber band over the uh, kitchen sprayer? Lindsay never struck me as a prank guy, if you know oh, what I'm saying. Got it. Uh, the band's last performance was in late January when they were honored at the Music Cares Benefit on Grammy weekend. All five members of the uh, classic lineup appeared together, but tensions were building, according to founder Mick Fleetwood, because Buckingham would not sign off on a new tour that they'd been planning for a year and a half. Fleetwood said it became just a huge impasse, hit a brick wall where we decided we had to part company. Fleetwood was asked by a reporter, was Lindsay then fired? And Fleetwood replied, well, we don't like to use that word because I think it's ugly. It's not a question that Lindsay has huge amounts of respect and kudos to what he's done within the ranks of Fleetwood Mac, and he always will. But it's like a marriage that came to an end, and there are reasons why, as a band, we needed to move on, and we have, and that's that. Wow. Oh, look at the time. Will it? Will that change? Won't really change things. The dynamic, but the music's going to sound. It'll sound the same. pretty close. Yeah, Neil Finn is uh, you know the same kind of singer as Lindsey Buckingham is, and Campbell can play anything. He's just a really good okay. guitar player. So, All right. gotcha, Dave. Bell. Here's Dave Dahl. We're at 54 degrees, heading for high today of about 62. It's going to warm up uh, quite quickly this afternoon. Very comfortable out there with light winds. Uh, temperature drops to 42 tonight. South winds at around 5. Tomorrow, partly cloudy. A slight chance of showers. Behind the showers, the winds switch around to the northwest, but still a 62-degree high tomorrow. That's even with the showers and the clouds increase. And then on Friday, partly cloudy and mild, 66. 62 on Saturday, 74 on Sunday, 78 on Monday. Slight chance of thunderstorms developing by Monday evening. Better chance for scattered showers and storms on Tuesday, 75 for the high then. And it cools down to 68, but that's not bad. I love to say cool down to 68 on Wednesday of next week. Part of the cloudy skies and that 68-degree high. Today going for a high of 62, Joe. Right now we're at 54. All right, thank you. I don't know what uh, the diminutive one's connection to Baltimore was, but... Listen to this about Baltimore. So I guess you could say this month, the city has seen 29 murders as the violence surges yet again. Are you paying attention? Yes. This led Mayor Catherine Pugh to take to the streets to visit local businesses. One of the exchanges recorded by the Baltimore Sun went as follows. You see, Pugh stood inside of an area convenience store and asked what time the store closed. When the owner responded that they closed at 11.30, that wasn't good enough for Pew. Okay. Isn't that late, the mayor said? That's a little late. It, it keeps the crowds around here. Nine o'clock is nice. We need you all to close at nine o'clock at night. Huh? For what it's worth, the owner did not indicate he intended to comply with the mayor's request. Uh, what sounded like a thinly veiled threat, there's the idea that she knows more about the owner's businesses than they do. If a store is open until 1130 at night, there's a reason for that. If they're making money left and right at 10 o'clock, closing at 9 would be a disastrous business decision. What little that could be saved in overhead won't make up for the lost revenue. 
But another uh, business owner indicates that Pew's walk through the streets of Baltimore didn't give her the full picture. William Boston owns Will Be Better Bodies Gym in the same area. Uh, I can only assume the writer is from PJ Media. The writer is Tom Knight. Uh, I can only assume he's supposed to close at 9 as well. And he said that if the mayor hadn't had a police escort, she would have seen a different scene. You'd see everything going on, Boston told the Baltimore Sun. It's an open-air drug market. Uh, Boston uh, wasn't complaining. He wanted it to happen every morning, meaning the mayor come around because that would help things. However, here's a thought for Pew to consider. Instead of telling law-abiding business owners when they should close, maybe she should consider doing something about the open-air drug market on her city streets. These kinds of illegal activities are closely tied to gang activity, and police do attribute the recent surge in violence to feuding gangs. Arrest them for drugs and maybe lock up a violent gang member in the process? Just a thought. It's certainly better than telling businesses when they should close. Well, isn't that typical leftism? Yeah, and mayors won't tell the cops to do that because too many African Americans will be arrested disproportionately to to whites, and that looks bad. Because of the decline of moral and ethical uh, breakdown in the country, uh, uh, cities like Baltimore are experiencing surges in violence. And the answer is not to go to a businessman and say, it's your fault. Close your business because we don't want the lights on to attract anybody. No, the fault is with the kids committing the crimes. But the mayor, who is a Mysterian Democrat, like many of the mayors, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, is more than willing to assign blame to this to the business community from which she derives her taxes. This is classic liberalism in modern America. It doesn't work. You'll see it happen in St. Paul. If St. Paul got a crime problem, which fortunately it does not have to any significance at this point, I can easily imagine Melvin Carter saying to businesses, yeah, we got to change your hours. Well, they they do have a problem with the skyways. Aren't mayors and city councils already telling businesses what, what they can and cannot sell? Yes. So it's not a very long leap for them to say, I think we're also going to decide what hours you can be open. B as in B, S as in S, push back. Now, it hasn't come to that in Baltimore, but when the pushback comes, what will have to happen is that the business owners have to stand tall and stand firm and tell this mayor, uh, ma'am, you have no idea what you're talking about. Remind me, too, because Baltimore was one of the first cities when they had the, 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 the police shooting mm-hmm. in which they had the riots to deal with a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. Mm-hmm. And the mayor was a central figure in that. And I remember her also taking a shot, not at the rioters, not at the looters, not at the people that were completely destroying the city, but she had in some way indicted the business owners mm-hmm. um, in that same regard. And this was f- three, four, five years ago, whenever that was. Mm-hmm. But we... The political class has attracted to it people who have never worked. Melvin Carter, Jacob Fry, uh, before her, be, of him, Bessic, Be, uh, Betsy Bicycle, yep. uh, in, in Baltimore, Catherine Pugh. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. We've already seen Detroit ruined by progressive political policy. Right. Completely ruined, maybe fighting its way back now. Who knows? Chicago, led by uh, Mysterian Rahm Emanuel. Uh, portions of the city uninhabitable. Must Might as well be a third world war torn country. Don't go to a business and blame them. The business is the moral and ethical breakdown of these young citizens. 
who are not learning any moral and ethical integrity in their own homes. There was that great clip, by the way, during the height of the Baltimore riots where the mom came and got her kid. Remember that? Yes, Yes. I do remember Mm -hmm. that. You're going home with me. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to get in this trouble. Yeah, that was a ray of hope. That was a tremendous ray of hope on that mom's part. But this is this embarrassed him in front of all. Oh, absolutely shamed him, which is exactly what a mother was supposed to do in that That, situation. That's exactly what. That's what every mother should have done Mm -hmm. to those guys that were down there. You get your ass right. Boom, (laughs) get out of there. I don't want to see you on the news. Good for you, mom. Yes, I I remember we celebrated her. Yes. Well, and now here you've got Catherine Pugh going around and say, "A lady, you open." Well, we're open to eleven. Gee, that's kind of late, isn't it? You, Catherine, you know more. No more. Don't know any more about running this business than a two-year-old. Why do you think they're open at 11? Do you think they'd be open at 11 if they weren't making money? Right. Nobody comes in between 9 and 11.30. So so, we're but we're going to stay, stay open. open. Yeah. We have no customers, Catherine, between 9 and 11. But we're going to stay open. That's not the way it works, Catherine. They're open till 11 because it works. The gym is open till whenever it's open because it works. And it caters to people who want their workout at different times during the day. The pizzeria is open. The bodegas are open. The the convenience stores are open. They're open till when they're open because that's how they're trying to make a buck. And you, Foolish. being a moron, being a mysterious moron, quite literally a moron, is now going to businesses in Baltimore and saying the surge in crime is just, it's, it's, she, it's tantamount to her saying it's your fault. If only we darkened these storefronts, there would be no attraction for young people to gather here. And and she's even wrong in that because they still would, of course. I'm done with that soliloquy. Okay. You know, Mike, uh, Meek Mill uh, throwing out or or arriving at the 76ers? Yeah. You have a rim shot ready? Uh, I certainly do. Well, frequent uh, uh, emailer Terry writes, that's nothing. The Milwaukee Braves once flew in Ed Gein to throw out the first balls. (laughs) See? Get it? Two of them. Two of them. That's the second one. He He threw out two of them. Ed Gein. visit the uh, Destroyed Academy with a couple of, you know what we're going to visit them with? What? A couple of doozies. Ah, uh, doozy, the Duesenberg. That's where the... Ain't that uh, a doozy? Pardon? Ain't that a doozy? That's where the word comes from, the Duesenberg. Oh, okay. We, the uh, Destroyed Academy continues on, huh? Without I want to do it, I feel that I have to. I feel that, uh, okay, that I owe it to the uh, <laughs> people of Gumption County. 1,500... ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 54 and clear and uh, GL back in just a moment.